blessing being back on season by the word today. We pray you get a blessing, something you hear from God today. Gonna preach to you on Luke chapter 10, starting in verse 25 today. They was a certain lawyer tempted G tempted the master, which was Jesus, and said, How do I get in eternal inherit eternal life? And Jesus said, Have you kept the law? Do you know the law? And he said, Yeah. He said, Read the law to me. And the lawyer read the law. Uh, love God with your whole heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. And the man said, Who is my neighbor? And Jesus said, They was a man went from Jerusalem to Jericho, and a bunch of thieves uh, attacked him and robbed him and stole everything he had and left him from dead. And he said, They was a priest came along and walked around him and wouldn't help him. Then they was a Levi, Levi, the same thing as a priest that wouldn't help him. Then he said they was a good Samaritan that showed up and helped him. He put uh, wine in his wounds and wrapped his wounds and took him to the inn. And this good Samaritan had somewhere he had to be. And he told the man at the inn the next morning, you, you take care of him. When I come back through here, if you owe anything else, you give him two pence. I'll pay the rest of his debt, he said. And you know what? Jesus paid the debt that we owed. And you know what? God sends people by our ways to help us praise God. And you know what? That priest and that Levite, they wouldn't do what God called them to do. He don't say they had somewhere they had to be. You know what? When God calls you to do something or puts you in somebody's life to help, you need to do it and so on. And I believe that Levite and that priest lost out of their blessing and so on. You know what? If we don't do what God's called us to do, we'll lose out on our blessing and so on. And you know what? That Jesus asked that lawyer who was the neighbor, who showed mercy. And the lawyer said to Good Samaritan, You know what? God is merciful today. The Bible says that God's mercies are new every day. And you know what? Yeah, there's times when we ain't merciful. But God would have us to show people mercy. God would show us to ha have people have kindness. And so, um, you know, we just went out of the Easter season. And so, um, in a new season now. And you know, a lot of people, they'll show people kindness during Easter and Christmas and so on. That's great. But you know what? We need to show people kindness and the love of God every day, 365 days a year. We need to be trying to show somebody the love of God. God wants us to have love for one another. That's what God is today. You know what? The love of God covers the mother to his sins, the Bible says. And you know what? That good Samaritan helped that man. That good Samaritan paid for his end. That good Samaritan was willing to pay anything else that he owned, owed and so on. And you know, sometimes God would have us just to take care of people and so on, help people and so on. And you know, that's what God would have us do. You know, we, we experienced a flood here a few months ago in Manchester and there's a lot of people uh, lost everything they had and so on. And the Red Cross and all them people supposed to be helping these people and the FEMA and so on. But you know, used to, the church 
would have helped people and so on. Used to, the church would have been the first people, two people, to help them and so on. You know, unfortunately, the church is just worried about the building and therefore no more anymore, unfortunately. And you know what? If we're going to get lost people to come into a church, if we're going to be able to witness the lost people, we're going to have to share Jesus with them. And you know what? We've had opportunities in Manchester in the last few months to show people Jesus and help people. And I pray we've done that and so on. But it's time we quit relying on other people to do what God's called us to do. It's time that we've been what God have us to be. And so on. You know that good Samaritan, he got down in the mud with that man. Wrapped his wounds and so on. You know what? We need some good Samaritans in this country and so on. You know... We need some people to help people again, show people the kindness and love of God and the mercy of God. You know what? If we're going to need people Jesus, we're going to have to show them the love of God. You know, there's a prison over the hill here where I live. Sometimes there'll be people send us uh, uh, letters from the prison and so on. Um, one man's name Cedric, another man's name Daryl that sent us letters and so on. And we pray for them daily and so on. And we sent them letters back and so on. And, you know, we even sent their, their family members crosses and so on. God called me to send people crosses and, and rocks and so on. And, you know, we need to be about the Father's business. We need to be uplifting Jesus. In any way God would have us to, we need to show people the love of God. You know, this radio ministry hit needs to tell you about Jesus and what Jesus can do for you. Jesus can make a way where there seems to be no way for you. He's the, he's the way maker today. You know what? He'll make a way for you if you'll serve him today. If you put him first. You know what the law was? Put God first. It said serve God with your whole heart, soul, mind, strength. For it says love your neighbor as you say it. You know what? We need to love God with our whole heart, soul, mind, and strength. You know what? We need some people to sell out to Jesus whole heart and start 100% today. You know what? I'm going to tell you what we do when we love God with our whole heart, soul, mind, strength today. We get up and we'll think about Jesus. That will be the first thing we think about. We'll pray for people when we love God with our whole heart, soul, mind, strength. We'll love other people. We'll listen to the word of read here every day when we love God with our whole heart, soul, mind, strength. When we love God with our whole heart, soul, mind, strength, it'll be easy to love others and so on. God is love today. I'm thankful for God's love today. I'm thankful that God loved me, that he forgave me of my sins. I'm thankful for loving God today. I'm thankful that God loves us today, and he's on time God. And you know what? He loves you today. Whatever you're going through today, he loves you, and he's there for you today. He loves you, and he's always been there for you today. And he'll be there for you from from the beginning to the end. He'll be there for you. And you know what? Love God with your whole heart, soul, mind, and strength. You know what? Do you love God with your whole heart, soul, mind, and strength? Do you love your neighbor as yourself? Is your life about helping people and going around trying to cheer people up when they're down and out? You know what? If you don't know Jesus Christ as Savior today, you can find Him as Savior today. That's the main reason that we do this today, is that you can find Jesus today. 
you know, this week I heard about these people, they do the Bible release in Bell County in schools. You know what? There's a little boy was wanting to give his life to Jesus because of that Bible release. You know what? If somebody hadn't went over and told the little boy about Jesus, he wouldn't want to come to know Jesus Christ as Savior. But you know what? Somebody went over there and told him about Jesus Christ, what Jesus Christ could do for him, how Jesus Christ could save him from his sins. And you know what? That made him want to become a Christian. And you know what? His time that we show people Jesus, his time that we share Jesus with people, and wherever God leads you, you go for him. You know what? There's all kinds of different ministries that you can do for the Lord. There's all kinds of ways that you can be a good Samaritan. It might be writing a letter to somebody. It might be sending somebody a card saying, I'm praying for you. It might be calling somebody on the phone and praying for somebody. It might be helping somebody when they're down and out. There's all kinds of different ways of uplifting people and helping people. But you know what? Are you going to help the people that God puts in your way? Are you going to be like the Good Samaritan? Are you going to be like the priest and Levite? The priest and Levite, they was ministers. They was called by God. But they weren't willing to get down and deal with the dirty and the mud. I'm going to tell you a true story. Years ago, I was at Countywide Bible School. And there were so many preachers there. We give an invitation. It had poured the rain. It was muddy. And there was people come up and pray. And unfortunately, they nothing good about me but Jesus. But I was the only preacher that went down and prayed with the people because it was muddy and so on. Yeah, I got my clothes muddy. We had to wash our clothes. But it didn't matter. We could pray with people. That was more important than getting your clothes muddy and so on. You know what? It's time that we get down the dirt and pray for people. It's time we love people. It's show, time we, we show people kindness. It's, ki it's time that we let God be glorified in our lives and so on. You know what? It's easy to put a big suit on and call yourself a minister. But going out into the hedges and byways like the Word of God says, and compelling the lost to come in that they may be saved, what the Bible tells us do. That's the hard part. You know, it's easy to do the easy part. You know what? It's easy to get in a pulpit and preach the gospel. And that's hard sometimes, but more likely his easiest ministry that you ever do. That's what I tell people. In the, the pulpit ministry is the easiest ministry that you ever do. But the outside the pulpit is the hard ministry. What are you doing on the outside of the church today? Are you being a good Samaritan? Are you getting down the dirt and wrapping people up with Jesus? Are you paying the debt that they owe? And so on. This good Samaritan paid the debt that the man owed and so on. And you know what? The priest and Levite, they weren't even willing to give the man a hand. They sure weren't willing to pull money out of their pocket and give to the man if they weren't even willing the rapid wounds and so on. And you know what? You, you, the love of money is the root of all evil is what the Bible says. You know what? God might want you to give to something today. I don't know. 
I don't preach on money. I don't believe in telling you to give to this and give you to that. I believe in telling you to follow Jesus in everything you do, myself. I believe in telling you to give to whatever God would have you to give to today. I believe in telling you to let the Lord be glorified today. I'm going to tell you one thing I don't believe in, oh. I don't believe in buying a preacher an airplane. I don't believe in buying a preacher a 2022 vehicle today that costs $75,000. I believe a preacher should get on an airplane just like anybody else with better people and so on. I believe a preacher should drive a normal vehicle just like anybody else. And I ain't saying a preacher shouldn't be paid for his work and so on just like anybody else because he does great work and so on. I'm just saying in this country we live in, preachers have forgot what the ministry is all about. The ministry is all about getting them in the dirt and praying for people and helping people like the man that was beat up. He was beat up. He was left for dead. But there was a good Samaritan came along and wrapped him in his wounds. You know what? God sent somebody. You know what? God has sent somebody. If you won't do what God calls you to do, God will have somebody else to do it. And you know what? I want to be used by God today. I want to see God's blessings on me today. You might say, I want God's blessing on my ministry today in my life. Let God send you where you need to be sent to today. Let God use you today the way he wants to use you today. And you'll be blessed. You might not be blessed financially, but you'll be blessed spiritually. You know, I'm sure that good Samaritan seen what God done in that man's life. I'm, and sometimes when you help people now, some of them want him to say thank you. Some of them want him to return back and say I thank you. But you know what? As long as God gets the glory, he ain't that we're going to thank you. He ain't that we're going to pat on the back. As long as the Lord gets the glory, it's all that matters today. You know what? I want God to get the glory in everything that goes on in my life. And I'll tell you this, you better want God to get the glory in your life today. And you know what? It's time that we do what God's called us to do. I'm going to tell you the reason the country is in the shape it is, spiritually, is because we ain't done what God's called us to do as a church. We ain't done what God's called us to do as Christians. And we ain't stood up for Jesus. We ain't got down the dirt and witnessed the people. We ain't led the people to Jesus that we should. And that's the reason they more lost people probably in this country ever in history. A, a statistic comes out last week that just 47% of the country is members of a church now. Members. Not people attend the church, but people's names that are on the book and so on. And I guess so many of the old members has died and so on, I don't know, is the reason it failed and nobody led new people to Jesus, that nobody knew joined the church. And I'm going to tell you this, I'm a fake person. I believe God can move. I believe God can send revival. But we're going to have to do our part. If we keep on doing what we're doing as Christians and ministers and as the church, five years from now, it won't be 47% members of a church. It'll be 27% probably. 
And you know what? It's time that we do what God has called us to do. It's time we uplift Jesus. I'll never forget years ago when I went for a year to that man's house and prayed for him. Didn't preach him into hell because he was smoking marijuana. Showed him the love of God. Told him Jesus loved him. And one day he said, when you preaching somewhere again, I said, I don't know, I'm an evangelist. He said, whenever it is, I'll be there to hear you, I love you, he said. I called him that night because I had somebody call and asked me to come preach for him. The next week, I went and preached the gospel. He come up and prayed, and he got right with God that night because God moved on him, because somebody went and showed him the love of God. Because somebody was willing to spend a year we've been praying for him and so on. And you know what? Another example. I have another friend that I was able to lead to Jesus. I went to his wedding. You know, his wedding, he was lost, man, him and his wife was. They born again, saved by the grace of God, I'm the way to heaven now. And you know what? I went and showed them the love of God. You know what? A few years ago, this man, he was in jail up here. He wanted to get married to this woman. Nobody would do it. They called me. I went and done it. The man died about six months later. I went and preached this funeral because God wanted me to and because his family asked me to and so on. You know what? It's time that we show people the love of God. It's time we share Jesus with people and we do what God's called us to do. And you know what? If we'll do what God's called us to do, he'll make a way for us to do it and he'll get the glory. That's what the country has got out of the habit of ministry and churches. Did God get the glory? I want God to get the glory today in everything I do. And you know what? If he gets the glory, we'll have a better country. You know what? God is not first in this country that we live in. The devil is first in this country we live in. I'm being realistic with you today. I'm telling you the truth today. Most preachers won't tell you this today. You know what? In this chapter, Jesus told this man to love God with your whole heart, soul, mind, and strength. This country does not love God with his whole heart, soul, mind, and strength. If this country loved God with his whole heart, soul, mind, and strength, it wouldn't be doing the simple things that he's doing. It wouldn't be allowing the things that he's doing and so on. And you know what? We've got leaders in this country today that say they're Christian and they allow the things to go on. They don't love God with their whole heart, soul, mind, and strength, but they wouldn't allow, be allowing things to go on that are going on and so on. You know what? When we love God with our whole heart, soul, mind, and strength, we'll stand up against sin. We'll call sin, sin. And we'll try our best to live for the Lord. We'll try our best to walk in the ways of Jesus. And we I'm telling you about serving God with your whole heart, mind, and strength today. I'm telling you about loving your neighbor as yourself today. You know what? When you serve God with your whole heart, soul, mind, and strength today, you you'll strive to be like Christ. The Bible says to strive to be like Jesus today. You know what? Jesus was the only perfect man that walked this earth. You know what? They wouldn't know bad thoughts in Jesus' mind. They wouldn't know bad talk in Jesus' mouth. They wouldn't know hatred in Jesus' heart. They wouldn't places that Jesus went that he shouldn't go. 
And you know what? Jesus wants us to do the same today. I ain't saying I'm perfect today. I'm saying that Jesus would have us to do this today. And you know what? When we do wrong, we need to ask Jesus to forgive us. You know what? I'm thankful that we can ask Jesus to forgive us today. That we don't have to ask a man to forgive us today. We don't have to ask a woman to forgive us today. And if you've done somebody wrong today, you need to go to them and ask them to forgive you if you've done them wrong. If the love of God's in you, you'll do that today. And you know what? That's what God would have us to do after we get right with Him and so on. And you know, uh, do your best to treat people good. Do your best to be kind to people. Be, do your best to be merciful to people. And I know you can't do this to all people. The Bible says to shun all appearances evil. I have a friend. Her husband's sick today. And they were somebody done her wrong a few weeks ago. And you know what she said? I love them people far off. She didn't say I hate them people far off. She just said I can't be around them people. But she said I still can love them. She said I still can pray for them. You know what? It's time that we start praying for the lost to be saved. I'm thankful today that God uses you know, I'm praying for a dear preacher friend of mine in Barville, Kentucky. I've been praying for revival for him for about a year now for his church. Easter Sunday came four weeks before Easter. God laid it on my heart when I met him two weeks ago before Easter to tell him that they was going to have a great time the Lord on Easter, that people's lives was going to be changed. He said, I hope so. You know, he had one of his church people to call me Monday. She said, do you want to hear what happened yesterday at church? I said, yeah. She said, four people rededicated and two got saved. You know what? When God speaks something to you, it'll happen with the help of God. And you know what? Revival is taking place inside the church today. Praise God for it. But you know what? We need revival outside the church we need revival in the White House. We need revival in the Senate today. We need revival in the Congress today. We need revival in the job place, the business place. We need revival in the finance place. But you know what? It has to start in the church house. Thank the Lord. Brother C.T. Townsend posted on his Facebook page. He said we had 30 people make decisions for Jesus. I'm Easter Sunday. I'm telling you some good news today that Jesus still saves. I'm going to tell you two testimonies about how God still heals by his stripes. We are here more healed today. I have a friend. They was testing her for breast cancer or something showed up. She had to have a second test. We prayed God moved. She didn't have breast cancer. Because Jesus passed by the way. There was this woman, she was eating up with cancer. We went to praying for her. They went in to do the surgery on her cancer. They couldn't find no cancer because Jesus passed by the way. Because Jesus done a work. But you know what? People prayed. People done what God called them to do. You know what? There was some good Samaritan that was able to get a hold of Jesus and rang the bells of heaven. And you know what? God moved. 
God used somebody's prayer and answered somebody's prayer for these two people. God still answers prayers today. Pray out to Him whatever God would have you to, and it's His will. Also, there was a man. He was in the hospital, had fluid on his lung. God healed him in heaven. He went home to be in Jesus. I tell you that to tell you that God don't heal everybody here. Maybe born again, and on your way to heaven, if you sick, you get healed somewhere, praise God. That's the main thing, that you get healed the way God would have you to be healed. The main thing is knowing Jesus Christ is Savior today. That's all it really matters today, is you got a relationship with Jesus Christ today. And you know what? When you got a relationship with Jesus Christ today, you've been able to cry out to Him. You've been able to ask Him to help you. He said He'd been present help in time of trouble. You know what? We've been able to call out to that present help in time of trouble when we know Jesus Christ is Savior. And you know what? He, he'll, help, he'll help us. He said He'd be our high tower. He said He'd be our butler. I, I'd say that man that was beat up, he probably was crying out to God, send somebody by my way, God. And you know what? God sent three people. The first two didn't do what God called them to do, so God sent a good Samaritan. And the good Samaritan helped him. You know what? God will send somebody by your way when you need. It might be that you need to encourage some work. It might be that you need somebody to pray with you. This yesterday, I, I called a number. I pushed the wrong button somehow. And you know what? The person answered from. She said, I'm so-and-so. Did you call me? I said, yeah. I said, well, I'm a minister. I pray for people. I said, is there anything I can pray for you about? And she said, yeah, I need prayer today. She said, I'm bad help. I prayed for her. She went to crying. She said, I sure needed this today. You know what? God knows what she needed. So he had a blind preacher that called the same number thousands of times, called the wrong number, to pray for the woman. But you know what? God knows the preacher would ask her if she needed prayer. God knows what we'll do. God knows how we live our lives. God, know, God knows if we'll witness to people. God knows if we'll ask somebody if they need prayer. My friend here said he has an aunt that was sick. And he was the only Christian person that would pray for her and so on and ask her if he could pray with her. He didn't even know that this was the sermon that we was going to record today, but God knew it was the sermon we was going to record. God knew that yesterday when he was praying for his aunt. God knew it when he was praying with his aunt. And you know what? Somebody needs you today. Somebody needs you prayer today. Somebody needs you help today. Somebody needs you to do what God's called you to do. To help them. So be what God have you do. Don't be like the priest and Levite. Walk all the way around. You know what? I could have told that person. I'm sorry I called the wrong number. I could have said goodbye. But I didn't. My friend could have said well, I've been praying for you, but he didn't just say, I've been praying for you. He said, let me pray for you. 
every time we run into somebody that needs prayer. I learned this. When they ask you for prayer, pray for them right then. They need prayer right then. They don't need prayer tomorrow. They don't need prayer next week or next month. And they might need it then. But they need it right then more than ever. I need your prayer today. More than I will tomorrow. And I might need it more next week than I will today. So you pray for me. You do what God called you to do. Many are called. And few are chosen. That's the word of God. You know what? You've been called to do something. God shows you to do it. Do it for his glory. If you're lost, you've been called to give your life to Jesus. He chose you to be a Christian. But what are you going to do ever about that day? Are you going to give your life to him and follow him the rest of your life? And do your best to be a servant of Christ? Are you going to do like the priest and minister just walk away? You know what? There's too many people walking away today from Jesus. There's too many people walking away from their calling today. During the COVID, there were so many ministers that quit on Jesus. Sad. And you know what? We can't minister inside church house, but they still was ministry that needed to be done. I was thinking about this cross ministry. I already being honest with you. During COVID through the mail and so on, I've done more ministry for the Lord in the last year than I've ever done in my life. Because I kept on pressing on for Jesus. That I figure out what kind of new ministry that we could do. We have a podcast that we have these sermons on and so on. We still do the radio ministry. We've done Facebook ministry, some of that, through the corona. But you know what? God didn't quit just because there was a pandemic. You know what? God wanted to use people more than ever in history. But did people let God use them? I'm afraid that God let them use them a little bit. But God didn't let them use them the way he wanted them to and so on. God wants us to do more for him. And if you need prayer this week, comment 606 508 442 write us 332 Stevens Road, Manchester, Kentucky 4962. If you need prayer, write us on Facebook. Jason Root, may God bless you.